Good morning. First to breaking news, and actor Alec Baldwin has been charged with involuntary manslaughter over the fatal shooting of a cinematographer on the movie set of Rust. Let's go live to Sally Guite in the United States now. Good morning, Sally. This decision comes more than 15 months after the incident. Yeah, good morning, Jody. And it's a major development. And even Alec Baldwin has publicly gone on the record saying he never thought he would face criminal charges over this incident. But the Santa Fe District Attorney has confirmed they will be charging Alec Baldwin with two counts of involuntary manslaughter, as well as the film's armourer, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, who was in charge of weapons and ammunition, when during a rehearsal on the film set of Rust in New Mexico in October last year, a revolver Baldwin was holding contained a live round and it went off killing cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Now, the film's assistant director, David Halls, has agreed to a plea deal in the charge of negligent use of a deadly weapon. This is what the district attorney had to say about the decision to take legal criminal action. I think it was the totality of the circumstances that this was a really fast and loose set and that that nobody was doing their job. There were three people that if they had done their job that day, this tragedy wouldn't have happened. Now, Ms. Hutchins' family's attorney has released a statement saying to the family it is a comfort that in New Mexico no one is above the law, saying they will fully support the charges and the prosecution. Alec Baldwin has always maintained he not only didn't pull the trigger, he didn't know that there was a live round of ammunition in the gun. His lawyer's reacting, saying this decision distorts the... Uh, tragic death of Hutchins and represents a terrible miscarriage of justice, saying we will fight these charges and we will win. Now, this is another step in a what has been a drawn-out legal finger-pointing exercise in which Alec Baldwin has settled a lawsuit with the family. The family are suing. They, he's filming film producers. Film producers are suing Alec Baldwin while he's filming the film's armourer and the film's armourer is suing the weapons provider who supplied the gun. If Alec Baldwin and Hannah Gutierrez-Reed are found guilty, not Normally they would face an 18-month prison sentence for involuntary manslaughter in New Mexico, but one of the charges carries an aggravation of a firearm, meaning that they would be charged with a mandatory five-year behind bars. A big development, Sally, thank you. The federal government has issued a fresh warning to schools over falling academic standards, with a report showing thousands of Aussie kids are failing basic maths and literacy tests. Let's go live now to political reporter Rachel Baxter in Canberra. Good morning to you, Rachel. Low-performing schools could have their funding cut. Good morning, Jody. That's right. It's pretty concerning. There's talk schools with uh, will have to hit academic targets if they want to receive a slice of the federal government's $26 billion a year that's going to be spent on the sector. But this report is really quite shocking. It found that 90,000 Aussie students are flunking basic literacy and numeracy tests. It also found children whose parents dropped out of high school are falling five years behind their classmates and still reading at primary school level by the time they reach year nine. First Nations students are falling behind as well as students living with disabilities and those in regional areas. And shocking less than 50% of students are meeting attendance level requirements. Education Minister Jason Clare has labelled the report as damning and says major reform is needed to the former government's $300 billion five-year national school reform agreement, which is due to end uh, at the end of this year. Jody, the minister will be live on sunrise after seven o'clock this morning.
Okay, Rachel Baxter, thank you. A critical incident investigation has been launched in northern New South Wales after a man was shot dead by police officers during a standoff. It's understood the 48-year-old approached the officers with a firearm outside Tenterfield Police Station. He suffered a single gunshot wound and he died at the scene despite the efforts of police and paramedics. A homicide squad is now investigating. Three more people have been charged over the murder of schoolboy Cassius Turvey in Western Australia and a warning this story contains images of an Indigenous person who has died. 21-year-old Jack Brearley is already before the courts, accused of attacking the teenager with a metal pole and leaving him with serious head injuries. Now two men and a woman who were with him at the time have also been charged with murder. They will appear in court today. Queensland police have opened an investigation into the public fight between Michael Clark and his girlfriend. Seven News understands both Clark and Jade Yarbrough have been contacted by detectives after video showed the former cricketer being repeatedly slapped and accused of cheating. The incident has thrown Clark's upcoming commentary role in India into doubt. A major search is continuing this morning to find a 20-year-old Swedish tourist who fell onto rocks and was swept out to sea on Sydney's northern beaches. It's believed the student was climbing a cliff in Manly on Wednesday when he fell around seven metres onto the rocks below. Uh, he was climbing on a rock face. Uh, we're led to believe it's an unofficial trail that they were climbing on and that he's uh, simply fallen through some sort of a misadventure. The search was called off yesterday due to poor conditions. Police have notified his family. Sydney is now home to the second longest road tunnel on earth. The West Connects Tunnel finally opened at three o'clock this morning after nearly four years of construction. It connects the M4 at Haberfield with the M8 at St Peter's, allowing commuters to skip around 50 traffic lights. The multi-billion dollar link is estimated to take tens of thousands of vehicles off Parramatta Road each day. A quick check of sport now. In breaking news, Tanasi Kokonakis and Andy Murray have endured a long night at the Australian Open after five hours and 45 minutes of play on Margaret Court Arena. Kokonakis won the first two sets of the match, which didn't start until 10.20 last night. But the former runner-up toiled all morning, getting the game to a fifth set and breaking the Aussie. Murray made no mistake serving out the historic match, wrapping up just after four o'clock this morning. On one of the most memorable nights here in Melbourne. It was a better night for Alex Dimonor. He advanced to the third round, beating Adrian Manorino in four sets. Back-to-back -back storms are predicted to roll across parts of the east coast this weekend with a fast-forming system bringing more heavy rainfall. And while conditions have cooled down in Sydney, the country's west is bracing for a low-intensity heatwave into next week. Checking today's weather now, showers in Brisbane with a top of 26 degrees, partly cloudy heading for 24 in Sydney, partly cloudy 22 in Canberra, mostly sunny for Melbourne heading for 23 degrees. Hobart partly cloudy and 20, Adelaide mostly sunny 26 today, Perth sunny and warm 36 degrees and showers and a possible storm 32 for Darwin.